Hi everyone. Today I am joined by my little cane, Macchiato. She's brand new to me, and we're going to talk about a brand new cookbook that has been out on the market for about a month and a half now. It's called Don't Cut the Basil: Five Generations of Authentic Italian Recipes, written by three Sicilian cousins, Angela Siciliano, Karina Siciliano, and Dr. Mary Kovac. These three ladies have Sicilian roots and are from Northeast Ohio area. Their book, which had a digital launch in early December 2020, is available on Amazon.com and their website Cucine in Cucina. Now I'll give you more details on that a little later here. But to back up, I want to give you more information about these three wonderful ladies who share stories and photographs behind each of their Italian recipes. Each of the cousins are first-generation college graduates with various career backgrounds. Angela earned her degree from North Coast College, formerly Virginia Marty College of Arts and Design. Angela owns an adapted fitness and yoga plus to help individuals with disabilities and encourage healthy lifestyles. Both Karina and Mary earned their bachelor's degree from Baldwin Wallace University in Cleveland, Ohio. Karina is a certified project manager, management professional, a PMP, and has worked in the financial service industry for more than 20 years. Mary has also earned her MBA from Cleveland State University and her PhD from Miami University of Ohio. She is a tenured professor with multiple awards and publications. The three cousins reunited when Mary's grandmother passed away, and they started sharing food and recipes on a regular basis. With the desire not to lose what their grandmothers and mothers taught them over the years, they documented what they learned in the kitchen. This book shares more than 25 plus authentic Italian family recipes and mouth-watering pictures from traditional Italian sauce to sides and appetizers to even the dolce or the desserts. It also captures their Italian spirit passed down from generations as described in stories behind each of the recipes. Cugine in Cucina already had more than one dozen media outlets in Italy, particularly in Sicily, recognize, review, and promote their cookbook after the recent interview in Italy USA magazine was published. To purchase their cookbook, Don't Cut the Basil, Five Generations of Authentic Italian-American Recipes, paperback or digital, you can uh, learn more about that on their website at Cugine, that's C-U-G-I-N-E, in Cucina, C-U-C-I-N-A dot com. Now, to give a little bit more about the background here, when you go to Amazon.com, you will find their book for sale, digital copy, for $9.95. Uh, it's a wonderful write-up of the three cousins, and it states that the authors have 25 plus recipes, etc., pictures, and you can even get a quick preview of the cookbook as well. And it has a 4.5 out of 5 star rating currently on Amazon. In addition, the Cucine uh, and Cucina website, you can order the book directly from the three cousins. And the foreword is written by famous award-winning chef and author Ale Gambini. 
You can also find multiple interviews of the three cousins on Italian Americans in Ohio. That's itamohio.lib.miamiohio.edu. Secondly, you can also find various Italian websites talking about the cookbook. One that I found here was from the uh, online publication Scritto da Redazione. And it talks about the three cousins and their backgrounds and where and how they came up with several of the recipes. So I leave you to go on to the next segment with my interview with the three lovely ladies. And I am extremely appreciative of them taking their time out of the day and for me to interview them. And I hope that you guys are able to enjoy this cookbook. Either get it on Amazon or the ladies' website, Cucine and Cucina.com. Or if you have any more questions, you can reach out to me and I can get you connected with the ladies as well. Ciao for now. Enjoy the interview. On today's episode, I have three cousins who have come together to write the novel, Don't Cut the Basil, Five Generations of Italian-American Recipes. I'm going to talk today with Mary, Angela, and Karina. That's Dr. Mary Kovach, Angela, and Karina Siciliano. They're going to uh, talk to us today about several questions on their cookbook and then a few other things that we have planned together as well. And so today I'm going to ask the first question and that's going to be to Angela. Who inspires you to cook? Hi, thank you. Thank you for having us. My mother inspires me to cook. Um, She was the one who inspired me and she still inspires me today. She was the one who taught me, I would say I was about seven, eight years old when she taught me how to cook our traditional pasta sauce and meatballs. And even though she's no longer with us, she passed in 2009, but she still inspires me today. When I cook, I think about her and I use the taste, smell, all my senses, um, just like she taught me to this day. Mothers are important things in Italian families that we uh, lay down and we actually pray almost to the Madonna every day, that we pray to our mothers every day. And through our cooking, that's what we do. And through that, she lives on through that. I love that. Um, So then um, what are some of your favorite traditions in the kitchen? You two can go ahead and answer this. Um, One of my favorite traditions in the kitchen, honestly, is my mom used to wear her apron. I don't know if you remember this, Karina. Um, She would never tie it around her waist, but she would tie it up around her (laughs) boob. And that's how she wore her apron. And it's silly, but I just picture her with that apron up around real high with her wooden spoon. And I make sure I do that when I'm in the kitchen, especially when I'm making the sauce. It just reminds me of her. And um, I just like, I, it's just comforting to me. I just, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I'm cooking is I think I picture her in the kitchen with that high apron, her long wooden spoon. And I still do that to this day. <laughs> How about you, Karina? Uh, <laughs> any, any favorite memories? I do. So one of my favorite memories, because my mother did spend all of her time in the kitchen is allowing us to come in and taste the sauce that was on the stove as it was sitting there all day long. And she would encourage, because she loved 
us all pitching in because she wanted us to learn how to cook, adding ingredients if she thought we needed it. So she's like, how's that taste? All right, well, go ahead and add a little bit of this and a little bit of that and make sure you stir it. And she say, go stir the sauce while I'm doing other things. And so I really do think, and even to this day, that cooking is such a family tradition and something everybody could pitch in and do. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, one of the favorite things that I've seen, and I was talking with Mary prior to you two getting on, is that um, Italian cooking, we really don't measure. We sprinkle until, um, I think the saying is, we sprinkle until the ancestors say, that's enough, my child. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so one of the next things that I wanted to ask is, um, what does it mean to carry on this tradition for you? Angela, if you want to go ahead and you can uh, try and answer that. Um, it's really important because it, it is Italian cooking is love and it's all about family. And I have two daughters and I've really been trying to get them in the kitchen. And even though times are different, families are busier um, than they were back when I was learning to cook. But um, as much as I can, I really try, especially on Sundays, um, to get them in the kitchen to help make traditional recipes. And I'm really hoping um, the kids will carry on long after we are gone to the next generation. Uh, I'll bounce a question back at you. What do your children say to you when you try to get them in the kitchen? Uh, they're a little more resistant than I was. Uh -huh. I was always eager to get in there for sure. Um, it was one of my favorite things to do. I find it very relaxing. That's my downtime is when I'm cooking and I really enjoy it. Um, they're a little different. I have to push and nudge, um, but I'm hoping, you know, as they get older, you know, they're teenagers, so they're a little more resistant at this age, but um, I'm really hoping that just by showing them, you know, and they do watch me cook. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping, at, you know, that they will, they're taking it in. That's how I see it. They're still taking it in. They see me doing it. And um, I hope as they get older, they will carry that until their children. How about you, Karina? How are, uh, do your children join you in the kitchen? They do. I actually <laughs> even have pictures of them when they were very young, where they would be helping me make my famous pepperoni roll. You know, it's one of my favorite recipes and it's a, it's a party favorite that I bring everywhere and something that I remember fondly watching my mother make for all my birthday parties or any events. And it's an easy thing to make with three ingredients with cheese, pepperoni, and dough. And so my kids have always enjoyed doing that with me um, more when they were younger. I think it's getting a little bit challenging as they get older and um, are doing other things. But, um, you know, the one thing that I like for them to have being that my mother did pass so young and they didn't really experience her um, being in the kitchen, which is something I've missed greatly, is that it's a way that I can connect with them and keep that tradition going. And you keep your mother's memory alive too through the recipes that you can share with them. Yes. So some of the things that I wanted to share today were some of your recipes that you have in your uh, cookbook here. Um, so Karina and Mary, if you wanted to go ahead and share some of your favorite recipes and how you develop those recipes and which ingredients inspired you to create those recipes, you can go ahead and share that. Yeah, so I'll jump in since I'll just piggyback off of what I just said. Mine really is my pepperoni roll. And the reason why I enjoy 
the pepperoni roll so much is one, because again, it reminds me of my mother because we would stand in the kitchen and she would cut this margarita pepperoni up that was, um, you know, something that most people just get the slices in. Of course, you can use whatever you want, but I just love that she would cut each one and it gave just a different taste because it was a little bit drier and it was real simple cheese and dough and it baked for 30 minutes and it was quick and it's easy and it's delicious. And so that is what inspired me, the memory of my mother and making that and that I can do it with my kids. And honestly, every time I take it somewhere, now everybody asks me to bring it all the time. So I will warn people, if you make that, you will be expected to bring it every single time. <laughs> How about you, Mary? Any special recipes that you were inspired uh, to put into this book? Well, my favorite recipe that we included is Nono Mary's Italian Biscotti. So my grandma made these every day for, I believe, more than 50 years. Um, she sent them to my dad when he served in Vietnam. She made them for every life event and every party I can remember. So growing up, people always told me I needed to learn how to make them and to carry on her traditions. So it was really important for me to include that. But in terms of favorite ingredients, um, I'm a big fan of cookies and I like regatta. So I also make a lemon regatta cookie. I make a chocolate biscotti with regatta. And then I also love Angela's cannoli dip, which obviously is made with regatta. Um, so with your biscotti, do you double bake them? That's been a huge debate in my friends down here in Canton, whether we double bake or not double bake. So the, the very, the original recipe, yes, we double baked them. Um, and then it got to the point where she literally had so many cookies and, you know, when she would make them, it just kind of got a little bit out of hand. So she adjusted the recipe, which is what we included in our book. So the single, the single bake is what we have uh, in our cookbook. Uh, for my sister's wedding, I did a similar cookie like that and I double baked so I can see how chaotic the kitchen can become <laughs> when you have, uh, is this double baked? Have I flipped this one over yet? Have I cut that one? Yes. It gets a little hard to uh, follow with that. Yes. Um, so uh, one thing here is that where can your readers find or purchase this cookbook? If you want to go ahead, Karina, you can chime in on this one. Purchase. So if you want to buy our cookbook, absolutely. So if you want to buy our cookbook, Don't Cut the Basil, you can go to Cugini and Cucina. That is C-U-G-I-N-E-I-N-C-U-C-I-N-A.com. Cugine and Cucina. Um, it's directly off our website. Um, and of course, if you would like a digital version that is available on Amazon. I saw that and it's quite easy and it's readily available on Amazon. So anyone who's an Amazon Prime member, all you have to do is click on it. It'll go to your Amazon reader. Uh, and the preview that Amazon has laid out on it is very good uh, in the pictures that it shares with it. So uh, for me, uh, and since we're in the middle of a pandemic, the one click for Amazon makes it easy for everybody to uh, gain access to this book. So Mary, I have a question for you. Sure. Sons and Daughters of Italy, what does it mean to be a member of the Sons and Daughters of Italy for you? So I actually share this in my bio in our cookbook and I absolutely love this organization. I'm so proud to celebrate my Italian heritage with others who feel the same way about being Italian. 
Um, in Ohio, we have 20 lodges around the state and all of them who have members who share what they love about being Italian. Everything from you know, homemade food, wine, music, bocce tournaments, festivals, you know, it's just such a great organization. Um, so next question here. So uh, at a large member versus membership, how can listeners become a member? So if you're in Ohio, I would email Sue and her email is S-O-I-G-R-A-N-D-L-O-D-G-E-O-F-O-H, which is S-O-I Grand Lodge of O-H at att.net, or you can call her. Her number is 330-493-9203, and that's our, her office. Um, we have our own Facebook page, so Order Sons of Italy, I'm sorry, in general, it's Order Sons and Daughters of Italy, but specifically for our state, it's Order Sons of Italy in America, Grand Lodge of Ohio, and our website is ohiosonsofitaly.org. And um, something that I wanted to just base off of is that the Orders of Sons and Daughters of Italy is one of the oldest organizations in the United States. And uh, it's uh, important, like if you have anyone who wants to learn a little bit more about their heritage, gain a little bit of idea on recipes, or even meet great people like you and your cousins here, uh, it's something to uh, consider. So like uh, Mary said, please reach out to Sue. Uh, the information is there. You can go ahead and uh, do that as like. So. Uh, just for a quick wrap up here, I've got Mary and her two cousins, Karina and Angela Siciliano. They are the authors of Don't Cut the Basil, Five Generations of Authentic Italian Recipes. You can find their book on their website, cuginaandlacucina.com. Please uh, adjust me if I said that wrong. Um, Karina or Angela with the website, or you can find that on amazon.com. They have uh, 25 plus recipes and they have loads of pictures and generational stories that they can share for you. And if a suggestion for anyone who's listening, get out with your cousins. Don't let the generations pass you by because you never know what stories you'll miss, what recipes that you could share with everybody. And through food, we all experience love. So any last notes that uh, you ladies have for me today? No, I want to say thank you for having us. Um, we are cuginaandcucina.com. So if you want to, if you want to find our book, you can find it there. And as Karina mentioned, you know, you can have it personalized if you send us a note and you purchase it there. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate the time here. And uh, you know, please take care of yourselves. Stay safe and healthy because we are in the middle of a pandemic still. Uh, and I hope everything works out well. And if you need to reach out for me uh, anytime or any listeners, you know where can you can find me on this podcast. Have a good evening. Hey there. So I have decided to make Karina's most famous pepperoni roll out of Don't Cut the Basil, Five Generations of Italian-American Recipes. So I have joining me today is my mother. So say hello, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> well, what's your name, mom? Mary. Everybody in an Italian family has a Mary in their family, right? Absolutely. So... To differentiate between all of the Marys in your family, how did you, or what were you called growing up? Beth. So, it wasn't until recently, my husband uh, thought my mom's name was only Mary, until uh, three years later, we were at a family get-together, and somebody's like, Beth, Beth, come here, and my husband's like, who's Beth? And I'm like, oh, that's my mom, that's what she goes by, to help differentiate between all the Marys in the family. So what have we done here so far? We prepped our dough. 
Yes, we've, um, I put a uh, parchment sheet on the cookie sheet uh-huh. and uh, sprayed it so it stays down and doesn't stick. And uh, I've unrolled them. I've unrolled the tube rolls. I call it the wampum rolls, but the tube rolls. But what are the tube rolls? So the easy way to make your dough, correct? Correct. So any sort of rolled dough that you can buy frozen will make this a lot easier so you don't have to make your own dough at home. Correct. Correct. So second of all, what else did we do? Um, we grated the cheese. Okay. And cut the soprasada. Okay. So you like soprasada because of what memory? Uh, my father always made uh, soprasada. He hung it up in long tubes in the in the basement to dry. So, did Grandma always like your dad making the soprasada? <laughs> no, she was into. Oh my God, there's mold on it. Get rid of it. <laughs> All that was was the aging of the casing, right? Yes. Yes. So, but you always remember going down in your basement, and was it the fruit cellar? Yes, we had the fruit cellar. Every good Italian family had a fruit cellar. And uh, the things that you would remember is like uh, the sausages hanging from the ceilings, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so we've got the salami or the soprasat because that's what we have here instead of uh, going and out and buying some. And we chopped it up into nice little chunks after we peeled the casing off. So um, I would say probably lay as many uh, chunks as you want down the middle of it. So it's quanto basta. So uh, you do your own measurement. Enough is enough. There. So we're going to do that. Spread it around. Make sure you pinch all your casings together there. And then you, we're going to put as much cheese as we want down the center on top of the soprasat. Do you want any more cheese, Mom? Uh, let me put a little a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. So then, according to Karina, we want to pinch the casing or the dough together. Make sure it's nice and closed. Pinch, 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 pinch. Pinch, pinch, pinch. Okay. And then close the other end. Pinch, pinch, pinch. Now, seam side down, so we're going to roll this over. Um, all the more important why my mom sprayed the cookie sheet and the parchment so that you can peel your dough up off of it. And according to Karina, 30 minutes in the oven at 375. Now, mom, why do you not have the oven set at 375? Because this oven cooks really hot. So I always head it down at least 75 degrees because if not, I'll burn it. It, it turns into... A, a real live oven in the house here and I can already start feeling the heat and I'm starting to sweat <laughs> but as a cook you need to know the appliances that you have and how they cook because each appliance is slightly different than the next so we're going to go ahead and we're going to finish up these uh, pepperoni rolls stick them in the oven for 30 minutes and we'll be back after that to tell you how they taste ciao for now So 30 minutes later, we've pulled the pepperoni rolls out of the oven, and they're nicely golden brown. My mom's about to cut into it, so let's see what happens here. They're nice, piping, steaming hot. I think we may have to wait until the third degree burns. Risk is low, but I've taken a look on the inside. They look absolutely delicious. You got to give the 
this cookbook a try, everybody. I think it's pretty simple recipes that stretch across many generations and we can all relate to that our own family has had similar recipes. Enjoy the photos and the stories. And again, remember, you can buy this book at Amazon.com. Also, the website, Cugine N Cucina, that's C-U-G-I-N-E. I-N-C-U-C-I-N-A dot com. Any questions for me, give me a holler. Until then, this is the last note for the day. Ciao for now.